Hi guys, it's your host, Jamel and Tristan, with the Meet Me at the Bar podcast. Hello guys, and welcome back to episode number eight of the Meet Me at the Bar podcast. Um, I'm back this week. Tristan's decided to uh, bring me back on board, so um, hi guys, it's, uh, <laughs> it's great to be back. And today we've had like a lot of comments and just queries about like, how we stay sort of committed and um, motivated and consistent with what we do and just sort of how we do it. So we thought that we would touch on that a little bit today. So I'm going to kick us off and... Uh, go straight to Tristan and ask him what he finds hard to stay consistent with and then how he finds the motivation to do them things. Yeah, so as Jamal was saying, um, we've, it's something that we hear a lot. Yeah. And you probably, it's a bit of a I guess, buzzword where you hear about, oh, you just got, you've just got to stay consistent. And that's not always as easy as it's it sounds. It's just like, you just got to be in a calorie deficit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like that sort of comment, just got to be consistent or you've just got to be you just got to be motivated but you also kind of hear I guess the the other side of it where people are just like oh I just don't feel motivated to work out or I just can't stay consistent and there's obviously like there's obviously a lot more to it than that um so so yeah like in terms of like being consistent like it's it's not always easy and it kind of depends on things and you have to kind of I guess like learn to become consistent so there's lots of things that I'm certainly not consistent with and then there's other things that I have I have become consistent with um often the things that you can stay consistent with are things that you enjoy and and habits that you've developed that you've been doing for a long time I guess that's how I've I've found things so something at the minute that I am hoping to get back into I used to play quite a bit of golf um back in Back in the day, what did you pl- <laughs> what did you play off? Um, I got down to about ten, ten or nine or something like that. So just just on the side of single figures, so fairly decent, but but nothing to uh, to jump around at. That's uh, better than me, mate. I think last time I went to Top Golf, I think the uh, the ball actually went backwards. It didn't actually <laughs> go into the range. So, the <laughs> well, no, I I asked one of my one of my mates. Um, well, he had his own driver because he plays a bit. Um, I was like, can I just use your driver instead of their clubs? Clubs? Is that you call? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I used his, his driver. And um, I think it, I think I actually got under the ball, hit the top of the driver, and I think the ball went backwards. Mm. I'm, I remember marking his club and I saw him like oh, <laughs> scratching. No, you basically, basically skied it, haven't you? Skied yeah. the top of it, yeah. Yeah, class. Um, so you better than yeah, me, mate. Ev- so ev- everyone's done that, I think, at some point. But I've so I'm trying to get back into this at the minute, and it's difficult. I find it difficult at the minute to to get consistent with that. So it's something I haven't done for a while. I haven't got these habits like ingrained in me. Um, I do enjoy it, but I don't always enjoy it because one of the reasons I don't always enjoy it is because I used to be a a, a fairly good standard. So now when I play, I don't play to that standard. So it's a little bit frustrating. So it's there's, it's a challenge for me to stay consistent so I've now got uh, if I want to then I need to somehow 
look at ways at how I can start to get that in every single week, right? Would you say that's from the inconsistency then and the non-enjoyment is from the frustration of where you wasn't where you used to be? Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a bit of both. I think there's, for me, I would probably put it down to uh, things like the, the time that I've got and what, what I'm currently prioritizing. Yeah. Um, another thing is, is that enjoyment factor. So frustration of, of playing crap, basically. Class. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'd say they're the main reasons. So I've, I, so if I need to, but to get good, and this is this can relate back to obviously what of a lot of our clients to get good or to get results, then you, you have to be consistent. You can't just play for two weeks in a row and then think you're going to start shooting single fi- single figures again. And like, let let's just take that example like real quick, like like people that go to the gym and they have a couple bad days that like they're then thinking, oh, I don't want to do this anymore sort of yeah. thing. So then it's hard for them to stay consistent. So like that's really relatable. And, and you know, you, you hear that yeah. so many times, oh, like my, my squats, my, my deadlifts weren't great today. Um, people then get in a negative mindset and then they, they, they stop doing things essentially. Yeah. And, and this, and what, and it's easy to think that way, isn't it? But you kind of like, you, what realistically, if you think that if you if I was to play golf, even if it was just nine holes every single week, that's fifty two times I've played in the year. Like, even if I like just from that consistency of doing that every single week, you can pretty much guarantee I'd be a better golfer. Yep. Even though like nine holes isn't like so a typical golf round is is eighteen. Thanks so for even just like, out. So even <laughs> just just checking you knew that. Mate. <laughs> so even just like playing like like doing something so small and like half of the time like for some people like if we, if we um, relate that to kind of workouts if someone's saying oh like there's no point me going to the gym if it's only one time a week yeah like for some goals like but for most people like one time a week is still going to be 100% better than no times a week right as you just said that's 52 times yeah. a year like that's 52 more workouts and these things stack up and that's where the consistency where working towards goals really comes in so there's, there's other things as well and that it, it, even even now like obviously things like the stuff that I'm helping clients with like the whole diet side of things and training and, and building muscle all of that is about being consistent like it's not what you do in one week or one day doesn't really mean shit like it doesn't yeah it's what you what is what you can do if you can stick to something for 12 weeks then then that's going to be 10 times if you can so if you can stick something for 12 weeks at a a suboptimal so you're not being perfect for 12 weeks is going to be 10 times better than being perfect for two weeks and then giving up yeah and i i actually believe that consistency is the main factor in driving motivation i.e i'm not a massive believer that people are just motivated like from nothing like if for example if you just wanted to get into like getting to go into the gym like i don't i don't feel like your motivation just comes from nowhere i believe that when you're consistent you then see a result and then that stimulus of that result then drives the motivation going forward. Yeah, totally agree. And you get to a point where like consistency becomes the, it it slowly turns into habits. So like I've been, because I've been training for like so many years now, like if I do have a week, a week, a week where I maybe only go to, to, to the gym twice that I've been doing it for so long and then it kind of, that does feel a bit weird so but that didn't always feel that way it's so there was a time where twice a week felt a lot to me 
but now that feels really small and now it's become more of a habit and now I just naturally think about going to the gym or I just end up going to the gym subconsciously without even thinking. Right? Mate, I, I fully agree. Like, so, um, so not this week, not last week. I, the week before I finished a, a cycle, a 12 week cycle and the next, I then had a deload week and then this week I'm going to get back on program next week. But like the moral of the story is eat like even in the, even this week that I've not had plans, I've ended up going to the gym three times. Yeah just out of habit like just because because that's now part of my life yeah and like that wasn't a chore that wasn't forced that was just oh i'm going to the gym today and i'm yeah. going to do something but that comes through the consistency that i've had probably for the past five years mm. of building up and and, and going etc so like, i completely understand where you're coming yeah. from and i and i do and that that does come and that does happen and that's why things do get easier over time so then when when we're so when someone stays consistent with eating a certain way or training a certain of times of a week sometimes it's not even about like it won't mean about whether you've eaten perfectly it's about doing that thing consistently that's why like things like the coaching that we do like the check-ins and that if once you get into the habit of doing a check-in with with a coach every, every week you know that you're going to be doing it and it builds that accountability and it builds that that habit of doing it and then all of a sudden because you've been consistently be doing that for 12 weeks all of a sudden you've got all these results and it's not even, it's the consistency of doing it for 12 weeks, not the, oh, I've done two workouts this week. It's just the the actual, <laughs> the sheer volume that, that you accumulate. Yeah. Um, and I can relate this to, it's like you say, a golf. If you got a golf coach, all of a sudden you've then got that accountability of, okay, shit, I'm, I'm being coached by this guy mm. now. He's going to check in on me. And almost you paying money to go and see that coach then say once a week to then work on your technique and stuff. If you then do that for 12 weeks, say with that coach, the likelihood is after that 12 weeks, even if you don't stay with that guy, you're probably going to go practice your technique once yeah. a week because that is now becoming part of your life, part of your, your day to day, so your week to week. Yeah. You've started to build the habit and I mean, habits can take off. Last time I looked at like the evidence and that I think there's needs to be this thing like oh you do something for 21 days I don't I don't think that's I think that's pretty wishy-washy but but habits do form and I think it's it's dependent on different factors but we're talking we are talking months really for like habits to properly ingrain so when people are doing something for four weeks and they wonder why they've not been able to stick to it then it's it's kind of no wonder and it's not long enough it's nice that you touched on habits there because I feel like when I when I speak to my clients the main thing where people have gone wrong in the past is they try and do too many things at once, i.e., you know, it'd be their first week, you know, of their new healthy lifestyle that they're going to try and lead. And, you know, they're trying to eat like fully clean to macros. They're trying to go to the gym yeah. three times a week. Um, they've cut out all alcohol from their lives. Yeah. And then, you know, they keep it up for two weeks and they're like, oh, fuck. I've absolutely outdone myself here. Like yeah. I can't carry on any longer. Yeah, yeah. So it's nice, like you know, put one thing into your into your life, and then you know, get good, get consistent at that. Add another thing, get consistent at that. That then becomes another habit, and then it's what you call like habit stacking. It, but, yeah. but before you know it, over a six nine month period, all of a sudden you are eating better, you are consistently exercising, and I, I don't know, you, you you sleep maybe better. But yeah. if you gradually introduce these things step by step then they do stick yeah and they become subconscious and then and then and then and then yeah that's the best part when you get to that stage because then it becomes effortless essentially 
Um, what you've habit stacking is a, good, is a good thing. Maybe we can talk about that quickly because there's like habit stacking is a really good way, actually, isn't it? To, especially for like small habits, like so something that you do every single day, like brushing your teeth. Like I hope everyone brushes their teeth <laughs> every day. <laughs> but, but it's something that that that's a really good example of a habit that's stacked in. Like you do you do that for probably well two reasons. One, it's subconsciously ingrained as a habit already but number two you don't want your breath to smell and you want your teeth to last so you do that every day so then you could a one example of a habit stack is just to say every time I brush my teeth I'm going to weigh myself or something so then you've you've stacked a habit with another habit and it makes it easier because one habit's already ingrained um so that's quite a good one as well like and you can do that with a lot of things it could be like when you go to work or it could be and do you use that at all yeah so just like an example for myself start of this year um you know me my mobility and flexibility in in, in certain areas is piss poor and i, I knew it was good <laughs> and, and i knew that um so but my first habit at the start of the year was to do a go wad every day so it's just yeah. an app on your phone yeah. where I think you get the option of either like 18, six, 8, 16 or 24 minutes or something. And basically you do like a, a daily a daily stretch effectively to work on your flexibility and mobility. So I committed to do that every day. And after about two to three months now, that's just like a, like an absolute staple that I do. Yeah. And, and that's like a non-negotiable. Mm. As soon as I, f- I felt like I achieved that, I then like tried to get into reading a little bit more to sort of, develop my understanding and knowledge etc so then yeah. my, my new habit then was okay I want to read two at least two pages of a book every day yeah and before you know it like now what are we now six Jesus we're like six seven months into the year and without fail I do my go wad and I read at least two pages of my book every day and, yeah. and they're usually one after each other and if you told me that I was going to do that at the start of the year I would have said that you're crazy yeah yeah, I think you, you said something there as well, which is a good, really, that non-negotiable. Because I think that can be quite a good one where you, like, like, like you just kind of have a word of yourself or write it down and you say, right, this is this is now a non-negotiable. Like, you just kind of, like, deciding and saying that sometimes can be enough to kind of get that habit going and then it, then it starts to stick, like you're just saying there. And and as, as I said prior, earlier on in the podcast today, the reading two pages of the book every day for the first couple of weeks was an absolute chore. Yeah. Now I actually quite enjoy it. Like that consistency of the eight, 12 weeks that, that I started to do that. Now I find myself going through like 10, 12 pages a day, like whenever I have time yeah. and like I, I really enjoy it. Yeah. So where I said about consistency drives motivation, actually getting into a book and learning something from a book, I was like, wow, look how much my knowledge has come on. I'm now motivated to do this more. Yeah. And, and that was the beauty of it. That's the beauty yeah. of the consistency. Yeah. And it's, and we're not, but us, us saying this, like we're not saying it's easy. Like we're to- totally the opposite. Like we know it's, it's difficult. Like there's, like I think early on this year, like I started um, meditating. <laughs> I tried to do some <laughs> meditating. Yeah. And I was, I was finding it was quite beneficial and I stuck to it for about two weeks. And then I just, I just lost track. And like, if I'm looking back as to why that didn't stick, I don't, I can't really say why, like it just didn't. And I'm sure like there's so many, you know, when people are trying to get into going into gym and fitness or starting a new diet, there's lots of reasons why it might not. But looking back from experience, one of the the, the thing that 
the worst thing you can do is like is kind of like skip it yeah like especially when you're new into that habit like if you that's why I think that non-negotiable thing is so important because because if it, if you're not placing importance on it, if you're just thinking, oh, it doesn't matter if I don't do it this week, I'll get back to it next week. That's that's when it goes, doesn't it? Okay, and so then all of a sudden, you don't do it anymore. So let's take this as an example, then, mate. So we're t- we're telling people to try and stay consistent with things to then build habits, and they become like non-negotiables. So you did your meditating for for two weeks. Mm. Um, I'm laughing to myself now because <laughs> all I can imagine you is <laughs> meditating in your living room. <laughs> anyway, that's not the point. So looking back, how would you give yourself advice to stay consistent with that meditating? What things could you put in place to make sure that you did that? So, so we. I think that the, the first one which you've just been talking about is to place a bit more importance on it. So, so, re, so decide, make that decision that it's a non-negotiable. Um, another thing that I would do, which I do a lot with clients and myself, is to start tracking that habit. So, if you're tracking it, so you can kind of so say if you've set the goal of doing it three times a week, then actually, then actually tracking that. So then tracking it and then ticking it off. So actually, it's almost like a off. almost like a, a checklist that you keep yeah. in like a diary or in your phone yeah. or something like that. Because that that can feel quite nice and it's a visual of of seeing that you've done it that week and and you can start to see that build up and and I think it just gives you a bit of an awareness that like that that it's working and you can kind of assess like whether because obviously with some habits like they've, it's got to be slightly beneficial like you're not just going to do it for no reason yeah. so if you can see that you've done it for four weeks every three times and then you can then you can confidently say I actually feel better for this this is working then that's going to give you the, the motivation to, to carry on with it yep. so I think tracking it in some kind of way so you've got that um, which, I, which I wasn't really doing um, and then Probably just setting my expectations. I probably set my expectations a bit high. So one thing I I think I talked about this in the, the podcast last week is like, is is setting yourself a goal, but then almost like giving you kind of like you're overestimating. So let's say that if it's a time factor, then putting five slots in your week to do it, even though your goal is only three. So then if you miss one, you've already got like other slots uh, scheduled for it. So there would be three things there that I would I would say to to do it, and then that gives you like a, the best chance of staying consistent because then ultimately I think it's about at least doing it for long enough that that you can decide whether it's worth carrying on. Yeah. Because if you don't get to that point, then you 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 don't know whether it's worth carrying on in the first place. Yeah, you're not, you're <laughs> not giving it a chance. Yeah. Like if you went on a if you went on a first date and and you're unsure, you you'd probably go on a second. Mm. you know like you wouldn't just go if, if you were if you if it was like a straight no like this isn't going to work for me this isn't going to be beneficial for me on the first date you'd say sorry i'm not going to see you anymore <laughs> if you were if you were if you were 50 50 on the first date you, you'd probably go on a second yeah. if you were like yeah this is going to be class like mm. class i mean i really like this person yeah you'll definitely go on a second sort of thing yeah um so so people need to keep that in mind yeah and it'll be something like meditation i think from what I've heard and what I've read, I think you probably need to be doing it for like, I don't know, anywhere between four and 12 weeks to really kind of have a good assessment of whether it's something that you want to carry on doing. Two weeks just isn't long enough. Like even if you do it every day for two weeks, it's, it's, it's literally the example of what we're saying about like 
people starting a diet and being full on and tracking macros and doing everything. I was probably a little bit like that with meditation, like did it every single day. And, and yeah, it's, it, <laughs> it goes, it goes back to that building though, doesn't it? Like, so if you relate it back to the gym example, if you've never stepped foot in a gym before, you then say to yourself on a Sunday evening, right next from next week, I'm going to sign up to a gym and I'm going to go four times a week. There's no way that you can keep that mm. up. Absolutely no way. No. Okay. What What does it hurt for the first four weeks going in once a week? Once you've then got used to that and you're happy with that in your schedule, okay, let's up it to it's twice a week. Twice, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do that for another eight weeks. Once you're happy with that, let's let's then potentially mm. move that to three times a yeah. week or or change my sessions to yeah. to different things. You, you know what I mean? There, there, there's a building process in everything. That's like, yeah. And then you, you imagine that if you if you follow that process and then you get to like. 52 you get to a whole year without even realizing that you've you've suddenly been to the gym every single week like you're now getting to that point where it's like become a little bit of your identity definitely and then like it feels weird not going to the gym so then it's it's it becomes so much easier doesn't it to be able to to stay to do these things consistently so so yeah it's a really important um we was going to touch on like motivation weren't we in terms yeah because it links in quite a lot with like consistent and being motivated you hear it a lot as i said at the start like i oh, just don't feel motivated yeah and what even is motivation so i've i've said it twice already i i i'm one of these people where i do not feel motivated at the start of a training block okay if i write myself a training block if i have a coach that's written it for me at the start of that training block say it's like a 12-week block at the start of that block i'm like right here we go again sort of thing you know what i mean yeah four weeks four weeks into that block where you start to see some progress i'm like right here we go that that stimulus of actually seeing some success seeing what you're building on that is then what motivates me mm. and then from week four week five onwards i'm i'm fully in i'm you know i'm two foot in it and like i'm, I'm so happy with where i'm going yeah. and then by the end of that then 12 weeks retesting mm. and you sort of say wow i've made this improvement there i've made this improvement there i'm then feeling fantastic about myself um and and you know that like that's all worth it but what i'm what i'm saying is is if i just stopped when i first caught that that new yeah. block of training yeah. i would never have got to where i was then at yeah. the end of the 12 weeks so consistency builds motivation for me yeah and it's in like you've said that it's kind of like having the right expectations of what motivation is and understanding that it does come and go and you have high motivation levels and low motivation levels but if you want to get results then then unfortunately we have to um do stuff when we don't always feel motivated because that's where the it links in very much to consistency like if you go to if you do anything okay so if you went to say for example a, a day out so you me and you were going to a cider festival yeah mm. we and we went there and we we weren't really feeling it but we got there and we were all of a sudden we're having a fantastic start time so then we we stayed for the duration okay people should then apply that in in every areas of their life yeah. if you don't want to go to the gym walk into the gym warm up do your first set if you're still yeah. not feeling it go home yeah that's so true it's, i can't there's been so many times where i've been in that situation where like i felt tired i felt so like unmotivated and i've gone to the gym and then i've actually come out and had like probably one of the best workouts like yeah. it doesn't always happen but it happens quite a lot for me to say like i can remember this many times happening yeah and, and i always live by that like i will go even if i'm feeling unmotivated 
I'll warm up. I'll do my first couple of sets. If I'm not feeling it, go home. Because yeah. the chances are 99% of the time, you, like, yeah, you'll like yeah, you carry yeah. on that session. And yeah. if you're not feeling it, if you've had a really bad day, if you're feeling really fatigued, then, you know, a, a rest day has never yeah. hurt anybody. And this is like coming back, going back to the consistent thing and we're looking at it from a stat point of view. So let's say you have um, 25 weeks of the year, like you have that thought process of, I just don't feel motivated to work out today. That's 25 times in, in, a, in a year that you've you've just pied something because you don't feel motivated when actually you you probably could have got there and trained. Yeah. And then the and then the point is is that it's not just that one day; it's the impact of those 25 days over a year. Like that's the impact. That's where the consistency. Like if you're looking at it from that point of view, it's not just that one off. It's the impact of all the the, the mindset of thinking like that over a long time. And then I also like would like to add on the motivation. I think external factors for motivate for motivation could actually cause you a problem. Like how many times do you hear people say, "Oh, I brought myself some new gym clothes, so I'm motivated to go," sort of thing. Yeah. If you're constantly relying on buying new gym gear to go to the gym, etc. Yeah. Then you're probably doing one you're probably doing something wrong two it will probably hurt your bank balance and, and three you probably need to change something up yeah definitely relying on on yeah relying on just those things yeah as motivation like you want to rely on multiple things and 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 focus on like i always kind of go down the route of you know it shouldn't be like if we're going back to the weight loss or something it shouldn't be just be motivated to 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 train or do cardio because you want to burn calories it should be about thinking that i'm going to get a mental health um benefit from this it's going to increase my fitness it's going to give me better chances of staying healthy as i get older like sort of focusing on on these benefits um so that's again like focusing on like say like you've just said like the motivation of oh, i only i only train i only feel good when i've bought new gym clothes it's not all, you need more than that in your bag. Exactly that. And there's there's so many things out there that can that can motivate you. So like setting realistic goals, having a target in mind, um, train with a friend. Like there, there's so many other things that can be done sort of internally mm. um, when we're talking about training as a motivator. And, and we shouldn't just try and rely on these external things because you, you'll almost burn out like very quickly. Yeah. And there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's lots of things you can do. I mean, I've just thought of another one which, which is like more like, I guess, like behavior sort of psychological stuff. And it is, it's so things like if you get in that situation where you're like, you say you wake up in the morning and, you know, a good example would be like you, you're feeling tired and you're debating whether to kind of press that snooze alarm again. And it's, and you're at the point of whether you're going to, if you don't get up now, and train you're going to run out of time because you've got to go to work and it's kind of like fighting with your own demons of like oh like it's cold out like you so your demons will be like oh it's cold outside just stay in bed or like there'll be like a few things that'll be trying to sway you towards staying in bed but then asking a simple question which could be quite powerful to ask you will will what i'm doing now take me closer or further away from my goal and just asking that simple question and if the answer is that it's going to take you further away from your goal, then sometimes that's enough for you to, to just make that decision there and then. And there you're at it. You're going to, so so there's, there's lots of things that you can do, I think. 
But I think, break, you said, I think you said the word barrier there. Mm. Um, yeah, break, barriers, yeah. I think breaking down barriers is a massive one. And, and one that helps me the most is like, I said to you earlier, I have like, I, I implement like a 60 second rule yeah. around my whole life. And it is like, if it will take less than 60 seconds, do it now. <laughs> less, less than 60 seconds, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But you, you, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, no, I it, do know what you mean, yeah. If, it, yeah. if something will take you less than 60 seconds, then do it now. A massive yeah. one for me is get my gym bag out of the car, yeah. put my clothes in the wash and put a fresh set in for the next day. Yeah. Because then when I wake up to then go and train, I'm like, right, everything's sorted in my car, off I go. Yeah. Whereas if I hadn't done that the day before, my barriers are then, right, I've got to go outside and get my gym bag. I've then got to take all the dirty clothes out and put the yeah. washing on. And then I've got to put it in. Whereas yeah, if I did that, if I did that 60 seconds the day before, all them barriers then are non-existent. Yeah. But so then like... And you make, yeah, it's a big one. Making it as easy as possible for you to go towards the thing that's the right choice for your goal. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Like, so I'm like, you know that I've, I've massively got into like uh, playing music and like DJing this yeah. year and stuff. Yeah. Whereas before, I would used to have to like get all my stuff out. So I'd have to get my controller out. I'd have to get my, my speakers out. I'd have to get my, my laptop out and whatever else. And then I, I'd always think to myself, I can't be asked to do that. It's a five yeah. minute job, yeah. but I'd be like, I can't be asked to do that. Yeah. So a couple of months ago, I was like, right, I got, I cleared a workspace in my house and now everything's set up. So every time that I want to go and play and practice, I can yeah. just jump straight on because I don't have that barrier. Yeah. And I, I do like three, four times a week now. Yeah like by myself, whereas before I was doing like once a week at a push, purely for the fact I was too lazy to get all the shout. Yeah. And that, and then this, this is it. it is, is, that's a huge point, like about like, just making things easier. Like simple things like- Make your life just, easy. That will just make it, because again, it, it's, it's all coming back to, we keep talking about this like accumulative effect of, of consistency. If you remove those barriers, then, you be, then you're more likely to do those things each week. And then if you do those things each week, you're more likely to build the habit. And then eventually it becomes effortless and subconscious and you get res uh, results. And it and it, it's these kind of like stacking things on top of each other and making things easier. Like it's all these little things together, um, which I think so many people struggle with because it just, they just, because then you kind of fall off the wagon, you, you like people fall off too early or they don't see the results or they're just making life hard for themselves. Yeah, definitely, mate. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so consistency and motivation. So they were the the key things I guess we wanted to talk about. So, so let's, let's, <laughs> round, let's round that up then. So staying consistent, main things are make it a priority. Yeah, non-negotiables, make it a priority. Track it if you can. Track it. Um, track it and, and really try to kind of build that habit and, and try not to miss like a week or a time to try not to try to always do something don't worry about being perfect think about things that being consistent is a lot more important than, than being perfect so if you can do something for 12 weeks unperfectly not perfectly that's gonna be a lot better than doing something perfect for two weeks yeah and then last not one doing it at all. probably don't go <coughs> sorry don't go zero to 100 yeah don't go it's yes it's links into that last one doesn't it don't go to don't think about kind of like running in deep like make make it um realistic like ask yourself the question is is what i'm doing now diving into the gym five times a week and, and suddenly cutting out all, all of your carbs and having no processed foods when you've been used to eating 
a lot that's not going to be manageable for you to stick to because it's such a big change and then motivation motivation so expectations so expectations of understanding that it's not always there and you don't have to feel motivated to do something like sometimes you will great sometimes you won't try it anyway yeah and then assess a turn up turn up and then assess as you just said yeah and then as i said mo- motivation's built from consistency so and yeah and and play around with the what you were saying about the so like your your goals and the reasons that you're doing something so you so your values so kind of like what i was saying around um you know does it, it does does what i'm doing take me closer or further away from my goal um if you've done a good goal setting process you should have hopefully dive deep into the reasons that you're doing something so yeah. when so when you're not feeling motivated trying to think back to what your reasons are and think about the person that you want to be or where you want to achieve to, to kind of hopefully give you a bit of motivation in the moment <laughs> nice mate all right but so knockout stages of the euros now i believe oh, what germany i thought, I thought germany. we were, were going to get hungry it just did you watch that the other yeah, night? Yeah, I did. Yeah, the, the Hungary and the, the Hungary Germany and then the France Spain game going know, on at like, the same time. Yeah, I'm. I, I feel I'm hoping it's like it's happened for a reason because if you've seen what if we get through if we beat Germany we've actually got like quite a nice run, quite a nice run. But then we had quite a nice run at the World Cup and then lost to Croatia. Yeah, I don't know. I'm. 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 I'm I feel like I'm fairly hopeful that we've got got a chance to get through because we've not let a goal in yet. So I think that's a real plus. We like I think Southgate's probably set us up to be hard to beat, but we just need to get more goals. Like that's the only thing that's annoyed me so far. Like you see some of these other teams hitting three, four goals in a match. Yeah, <laughs> we're struggling to get one. Okay, then so so two questions: How far are England gonna get? Is it coming what, home? I think so. Who would do you know who would we get? What's the potential semi if we get to it? Because I know so, so also it would be like Sweden or someone else. Which yeah, is like, then, okay, that's nice. And then the semis after that is like is is not is not like great. I think uh, Spain's one of the teams I'm potentially. Say the semi or the final, semi or the final thing. What, what you? Um, I think final. Yeah, I think we'll lose in the final to France. Yeah, is my is my is my prediction. Yeah, France France do look good with. Um, Mbappe and, and Co. Italy, Italy are pretty good as well. Yeah. Pretty good. So yeah. who's going to win it then? You think France? Yeah, Fra- I think France has got to be, yeah, definitely one of the favourites. Italy or England, probably one of them three. I don't think, yeah, I think one of those three. You've just given me three answers, mate. Yeah. I want one. England. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going France, you're going England, and I think England are going to lose in the final. Yeah. Um, because like the games are kind of like on, so we've got like a week's rest now, haven't we? So it's like literally, well, it would have been so Tuesday to Tuesday, a week's rest. Yeah, so we play Tuesday yeah. at five o'clock, yeah, don't yeah. we? Yeah. Um, obviously against Germany. So so. I think there's a good, they're like they've got that on their side as well. Because I don't, I don't know if that's the same for every team. Well, in the group, I think we had like a bit more rest than some of the other teams. Um, but yeah, hopefully, there's going to be a lot of fans there as well, isn't there? Like yeah, yeah. Which is obviously a lot of people are kicking off about. <laughs> so I know. But yeah, like, again, that's a, that's another reason why I do think England have got a good chance because if we do get to like, this, this, this both Wembley, isn't it? The semis yeah. and the, the final. And if we've got, 
if there's that increase of fans, that will make a big difference. So I do think there's, I do think like when I've said those three teams, like I'm, I, I'm saying it with like England have got a good chance. Well, I think there'll be a few sore heads on next Wednesday morning, potentially. Yeah. If we win, if we lose, then early nights. There's a game on the this quarter will be on the Saturday. The yeah. Third, which, yeah. Is my, which is actually my birthday. How so old are you? Oh, too young for you, man. <laughs> 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 uh, 33. 33. Jesus. So, yeah, so, um, and yeah, I'm going to actually be in Reading for that. Nice. Yeah, so find a sports pass of some sort and um, yeah, see what happens. Class, mate. Um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for listening as usual. Um, if if you have listened then if you have enjoyed then if you'd like to share this on your story leave us a, a rating on whatever you listen to Spotify, Apple that would be much appreciated if you have any questions uh, you can find us at our Instagram handles which are Tristan Tr- uh, the bar underscore Tristan and mine is the bar underscore Jamel guys cool speak to you soon yeah see you next week